you other kids all across the land. There's no need to argue. Parents just don't understand. I don't know if this is such a good idea, but it looks like they will proceed until apprehended. Shaletta and her son have hit a rough patch in their relationship. He wants to be more independent, and she won't let go. How will they resolve their daily struggle to navigate the treacherous teen years? By talking it out every week on the Mommy and Me podcast. That's what my son told me today. It's 835. You're listening to WCCO Radio. I'm Shaletta Brundage filling in for Gerilyn Steele on Steel Talking. My baby told me, my 13-year-old son Andrew told me, parents just don't understand. They don't understand what we're going through. They don't understand our music. They don't understand our culture, our dance moves. And so I brought somebody in here who does understand teens. They call him the teen whisperer. That would be Jason Clopton from LeVan Counseling. How are you, Jason? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, sis. How you doing? I'm 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 confused. I'm perplexed. I I really don't know. My son does not know whether he wants to wear baby powder or smell like old spice. Because <laughs> now right now Andrew is under the weather. Couldn't mm-hmm. go to church today. Uh, you know, just, you know, had a fever. So we had him stay home. So he wants to lay in my lap and wants mommy love. But then when I kiss him, he's too old for kisses. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. You you can't that's smell like Old Spice and Baby Powder at the same time. Oh, they, no, that's don't. You should hear my, how my wife talks about me um, when I'm sick and how much of a baby I am. Oh, that's when my I put God. my baby powder on. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to bring you in because this is our situation. Talk to me. My son, Andrew... Has girlfriend for bum, Valentine's bum, Day. Bum, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, I needed some sound effects for that. <laughs> and I found out from my husband. My husband did not even tell me initially. Uh-oh. I found out from the smaller children. So we've mm-hmm. got Andrew, who's 13, Brandon is 7, Cameron is 6, and Daniel is 5. Cameron and Brandon say, Mom, we saw Allison's dogs. Oh. Allison. I said, oh. Who's who's um who's Al- who's Allison, Andrew's girlfriend? <laughs> and did you go to her house to see her dogs? Mm. No, uh, we Facetimed her. You mm. Facetimed oh. Andrew's girlfriend. Where was I? At work. Hmm. How do we all get on Facetime, Daddy? Oh. So my husband says he's afraid to talk to you mm-hmm. about the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So he pulled my husband aside and said. I um I have a girlfriend. She asked me to be her Valentine. Can you talk to mom about it? Mm. Mm. But before my husband could get to me, the babies beat him to it. Mm. So now I'm I'm mad because I feel like I've been shut out of my son's life. Uh, my husband's keeping secrets. Uh, I'm open, but he doesn't want to communicate with me. How can I bridge? bridge that gap between my, hus- my, my my son and myself so that if some girl says, I want to be your Valentine, he feels comfortable enough to come and talk to me. Do you think I, I'm, I'm, I'm barking too much? I'm, I'm, I, I, I just want to create an environment where he doesn't feel like I'm the enemy. I want to still be the parent. Now, I don't mm-hmm. want to be his friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't say I wanted to be his friend, but I don't, Jason, want to be the enemy. That's the fine line right there. I think you hit it right on the head that a lot of our parents – um, they they walk that line, right, where uh, I want to engage with my child. I want to be 
seen as cool, hip, and uh, someone who's relatable in today's world with my children especially. But I don't want them, I don't want to be too cool, right? I don't want them to think that our relationship is too loose or that I'm not their parent and I'm their friend and kind of walking that fine line and what does it look like? So we're going to have a little fun today, okay? We're going to have a little bit of fun today, and I'm glad you asked this question about this topic up because there's some um, really, really key points that you brought up that I think are uh, beneficial for all parents out there, especially dealing with something like this. So you said that um, Andrew mentioned it to your husband and Mm -hmm. not you. Not me. First and foremost, let's look at it in a positive way, right? That was good that he felt comfortable talking to one of his parents about it. Secondly, he's a young boy, teen boy. Adolescence is approaching. It's on, it's upon him. He is going through uh, the exploratory phase of uh, engaging with the opposite sex and, and just kind of just, you know, finding out and learning more about himself and how to, what does it mean to even like a girl, right? Like what is, what is all this fancy, smashy stuff that everybody talks about during Valentine's Day and getting balloons and uh, the kisses and hugs and stuff. And, and a lot of this stuff they get exposed to through TV, social media and other things like that as well, right? Uh, the, the prince kisses the princess and the, the, the Disney shows, right? So they, they get exposed to romance and other things like that at even early ages. Uh, so just uh, understanding that it's a part of their development. That's key, right? So it's good that he was able to come and, 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 and discuss and open up with a parent. Now, it's, it's, it's good that he also did that with dad because he's a young boy and he's probably looking for advice and guidance on what to do. How did you get mom? I see you guys lovey-dovey and Loving each other, and I saw y'all pictures for Valentine's Day. Well, we so cute. Oh my oh, goodness, my looking God. just like the Obamas. Oh I, my God, I got confused for a second. So, you, great pictures, great family, beautiful. But but he sees that, right? He 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 understands that one day this might be me, right? You guys are modeling certain behaviors in terms of how you love one another. So he he's exploring that what he sees and he's putting that together and putting those things in action. So that's good. Development it seems to be happening at a at a, at, a, at an okay pace. So that's good. That's good that you're you're seeing those things. Now, the fun part, how do you bridge that gap? How do you make that connection where he wants to talk to me yes. as well as his dad. Yeah, yeah. And that's 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 where we get to have a little fun today. So I want you to do something for me. I want you to imagine yourself as as a cell phone. The the and a cell phone in today's world is what we think of as the ultimate communication tool, right? Okay. You're you're a cell phone right now. You can imagine you can be any phone you want. Now don't you don't don't choose a flip phone, okay? You might not <laughs> <laughs> a BlackBerry. I won't be a BlackBerry. <laughs> You're gonna be an upgraded phone today, okay? Uh, so you so the reason why I say this is because uh, a cell phone comes with a lot of features, right? Okay. A lot of features, and it's the ultimate communication tool. The reason why I ask you to look at yourself as a cell phone is because I want you to also, when you step out of that vision, view yourself as a human being as the ultimate communication tool. You have multiple ways and, and a lot of creative ways, right? Especially when you think of a cell phone, creative ways to communicate with your child. And when one way isn't working or when the connectivity for that matter, is bad or, 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 or one app is down, you go to another. You utilize another route or avenue or channel of communication and you open it up and you engage with your child through that way. So you got to get creative. People hear me say that a lot. And I've had somebody come up to me and say, you say creative a lot. Be creative. Be creative. What does that mean? Let's go through it a little bit. So if you're a cell phone, right, 
and you call somebody and they don't answer. So mm-hmm. you try to reach and they don't answer. What's another way you can reach them, right? Text them. You can text them. You can leave a voicemail. You can email. You, so you can, you can try different avenues to communicate with your child, right? Look, Jason, I have three children besides Andrew. Mm-hmm. My elderly father-in-law. I've got three jobs. Can you just tell me you have a girlfriend? <laughs> Why are we going through all this? Is this what you got to do to communicate with your teen? No, it, it, but you do have to open up other lines of communication. You do got to you, you have to be open. So, so that's why he utilized that, right? He he utilized his lifeline. He utilized a different means of communication. He he texts you. <laughs> <laughs> he texts you through that. I can't oh, talk to mom. I can't face mom face to face. Okay. She okay. go, "Mom, but but he still told you." So I still found out. It wasn't like he said. So I guess what you're saying is it could have been worse. He could have said, "Whatever you do, don't tell mom. Exactly. But he didn't say that. Instead, he said, Dad, please tell mom for me. Right. And he and he was open about the fact that he's a little nervous talking to you about this topic. Now, some of that comes from the fact that, you know, that's your baby. That's your that's your boy. Right. That's your firstborn child. And he's going to always be your baby. You're very protective. You're a mom. And, and, and that's natural. But. How do we write? How do we say, okay, son, it's okay for me to do that? And one way to do that is say, you know, there are multiple ways in which I can communicate with my son. One way might be through his dad, right? Because there are things that his dad understands about being a young, growing boy in today's world, especially, that I don't understand. And I've already, my son has now, been open with the fact that. that. Yeah. And, and I appreciate that, that he has a man in his life, he mm-hmm. has a dad. He, you know, doesn't need to, you know, go out and find a mentor or call an uncle or get a neighbor. He has his dad in the right. home. So I, I appreciate that. But I don't like getting cut out of the loop. I like, no, I'm, I mean, I'm a journalist by trade. That's my profession. When I fill out the forms for taxes, it says profession. I put journalist. So my job is to know stuff and I don't like not knowing. Mm. So is that on me or that on him? It sounded like when I came out of my mouth, it was on me. And I was going to ask you, how did it sound when it came out? That's a little bit on you, right? Because they're, they're, we want we want to create that space for our children to have their own privacy and their, their space to grow and be individuals as well, right? But we also would love to know everything that's going on so that we could be the one to guide them and tell them, you know, what's, what's right, what's wrong. I've had that experience. But we also would love to know everything that's going on so that we could be the one to guide them and tell them, you know, what's what's right, what's wrong. I've had that experience, um, and, and this is what you should do, shouldn't do, right? But uh, we, we still have to be open to the fact that our, they're, they're individuals, they're children. They, they, they have their privacy, and they want that. But again, going back to that, that, that cell phone thing, right, um, you know, uh, there's, there's, there's when connectivity, going back to connectivity, right? So say you have a bad connection, right, mm-hmm. and, and, you're in a, and you're in an area where the connection is bad. What do you do, Shaletta? Uh, I get to a better area. Bang! You hit it on the head, and I knew you was going to do it because you're the smartest sister I know right there. You and my wife. I hope she's listening. You and my wife. Um, you get you move to a different space where connectivity might be stronger, right? Where your signal might be stronger in order to enhance the connection, right? So you sometimes as parents, right, when we when we feel that our child is keeping stuff from us or the connection isn't bad, something's not right, we have to move ourselves 
to a different space. And just like you did, you did the work on air, right? I hope everybody had a chance to hear that. You said it sounded when it came out of my mouth like that was a little bit more on me than it was on him. And when you can move yourself to a different headspace sometimes about that privacy that he's keeping, right? Move yourself to a different space and how you're thinking about it, Mm -hmm. that opens up a different way for you to connect. That opens your mind up to find a new way to enhance that connection, right? To to, to create that connectivity that you're looking to build a stronger signal. So I want, I want, that's what I mean by being creative parents is thinking of things in a different way, right? How can I move myself sometimes to a different space where I can enhance the connection between myself and my child? Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. I, I, I should have put you and Dr. Vernon at different hours because <laughs> the little piece of brain I had left, uh, you just blew it up. You just blew it up. This parenting thing is so tough, especially when they get to be teens, Jason, because as parents, we still want to think of them as our little baby, but they are growing up. They are. They are. And and they're doing it at a rapid pace uh, nowadays. They're exposed to a lot more than we were uh, when we were children and a lot more information and uh, influences and things that are tugging them and pulling on them as soon as they step foot out our doors. So. And one of those things that's tugging at our young people, especially our teens, is social media. Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. They've got to have it in their lives. It's second nature for them. Jason, I was at one of Andrew's basketball games, and this little girl was uh, typing so fast, she could have probably won a competition of some kind. Mm. I mean, she was, she was, <laughs> she was tweeting, and, she was, and then she jumped over to Instagram, and she was posting, and then she went back over to Facebook, and she was doing that, and then she got on step. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. I, I mean, if I, you know, usually as parents, you say, let me see what you're doing. There's no way to keep up with what she, I was sitting behind her watching her with nothing else to do, and I couldn't keep up. That's right. So what Jason is going to do is tell us about some new programs that some social media platforms have that parents definitely should know about when it comes to their children's mental health. Stick around. You're listening to Still Talking. It don't get more real than these two. Shaletta and her son, Andrew, lay it all on the line to heal not only their relationship, but help other parents and their teens strengthen their bonds, too. Check back next week for a new episode of the Mommy and Me podcast. To hear previous episodes, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. So to you other kids all across the land, there's no need to argue. Parents just don't understand.